the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Welcome to the program. I have my subjects and you have yours. Somewhere we can meet in the middle, but whatever we're talking about, as long as it's about the Bible, as long as it's about Christian living, biblical theology, hermeneutics, or apologetics, it is welcome here. Just remember that number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And, and I was shocked because on my way here to the program, I always listen to uh, that great and dynamic Daryl Wood and what his show program is all about. And uh, usually he's talking about uh, uh, p- political issues and Christian issues, you know, puts them both together in an elegant way, uh, making sure that we're up to date on what happens on the social scene. But, you know, we got to remember that Daryl is in that Bible. He knows it. He studies it. And so he was talking about prophecy today. Right? I said, wow, goodness. And uh, that's what my lesson is about. Same thing. So, <laughs> so maybe he has helped me here. I don't know. With that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And he was dealing with a subject that uh, is a very important subject in terms of we have to be careful with eschatology, that is, biblical prophecy. We must make sure that we don't go beyond biblical limits. And there are some limits that the Bible, you know, places uh, on prophecy in terms of what we know and what we don't know. And sometimes we go overboard. And I'll give you some examples of that. Uh, and the examples that I give you won't be to uh, in any way condemn anybody, but just to show you that, you know, we have to be careful uh, when we try to fix dates with exact times. We just don't know. Why? Because, well, because of what Jesus said. In Mark chapter 13, he was very clear. Now, you can override this if you want to say, well, I don't care what Jesus says. I'm going to, I believe that's fine with me. But notice in Mark chapter 13, okay, 
verse 30, where Jesus says, this is Mark 13 and 30, he says, Verily I say unto you, that this generation shall not pass till all these things be done. Then, verse 31, Jesus, the words of Jesus himself, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. That's what he said. And then, to all of us budding theologians, uh, you know, who want everything wrapped up in a tight ball that we can know what it's all about, <laughs> here in Mark 13, 32, he says, But of that day and that hour knows no man, no, not the angels, which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Okay, That's what he said. He said here, at this time, right, he said he didn't even know. Even though he was fully God, fully man, uh, there were things that uh, that were left from him to keep his manhood intact, right? Okay, But you're going to see this changes later. But then at verse 33, take you heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. That's what he says. And so I'm always leery about those who would fix a particular time. They know when this is going to take place, that's going to take place. They just know it. Come on. Okay? You're dealing with, not me, but with Jesus. Verse 33, Take heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man, taking a far journey, who left his house, gave authority to his servants, and to every man his work, and commanded the porter to watch. Watch you therefore, and he says it over and over again. Watch you therefore, for you know not when the master of the house comes, at evening or at midnight or at cock crowing or in the morning. Then verse 36, least coming suddenly, he finds you sleeping. Okay, that's what he says. He says, and what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. So when I get into people who want to tell me, well, it's this date, it's that date, I know when this is going to happen, I say, what about when Jesus said, you will not know the day or the hour? Okay? Uh, that's what he said. And I'm sorry you just can't override the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But there have been those. I've got a book, in fact, End Time Visions, where uh, we can look at some of the people, and I'm not condemning them. I'm not, especially when they add a certain... Uh, 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 statement along with it, okay? Uh, there's some things we can accept, but we've got to be careful, okay? Jesus said, <laughs> he said, no man knows the day or the hour. You just don't know. You don't know. We know that a rapture is going to take place. Don't know when. There's pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. Don't know, but be ready when it comes. Jesus Christ is coming, okay? End of the seven-year tribulation to the earth, okay? Uh, we, 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 we just don't know everything about all of these things that we're looking at here. And so, therefore, we have to be very, very careful. All right? So, we're going to look. In fact, uh, we will take a trip down memory lane and see some people. And, and these folks are Orthodox folks who kind of, let us say, went a little overboard in uh, their understanding of when the Lord was going to come back. So, we'll be looking at them. But we can always go to callers. That number is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, we're going to go to Gary and Holly. How you doing, Gary? Uh, yes, Pastor Moss. Thank you. Yeah, about the end time, um, you're pre-trib. I want to show you why I'm not pre-trib. Okay. And chapter Revelation 8 and 9, 8 okay. and 9 chapter, but we won't go to the 9th right now. I just want to go to the 9th. Okay. The, uh, the one starts in the eighth chapter about the the seven trumpets, starting started right about um, verse four. Okay, yeah, where it says in uh, Revelation chapter eight and four. 
Yes. Yeah, and the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascending up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and earthquakes. And seven angels, which at the seven trumpets, prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood, and they were cast upon the earth, and a third part of the trees was burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. Wow, we have a picture here. And the second angel sounded, as it were, a great mountain burning with fire, was cast into the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. Okay, what what part of this, uh, uh, what, what, what well, do you... Well, this is telling about these seven trumpets, and... I don't believe none of them has happened yet. Oh, this I agree with you. I don't think anything uh, has uh, that's here in the book of Revelation in this particular chapter has happened yet either. Uh, on that, we agree. So do you believe that all these seven trumpets will happen before the Lord comes for the church? Well, here's the thing. I just go back right back to what Jesus said. You will not know the day or the hour when I come. I can believe he may come, but he has told me. I have no. In other words, you know. You know, you've heard me say it before, Gary, that while I am a pre-tribber, I'm not going to condemn someone who's not. Okay? If you're a mid-tribber, right. post-tribber, the only thing to do, long as you believe that Jesus Christ is coming back visibly, physically to the planet, hey, you're orthodox. Well, I want Christians to read this because it, a lot of people think they're going to escape a lot of things. And, and the wickedness in the earth and even in our country um, we had to pay our dues for uh, the sin. Well, well, what happens is a lot of Christians have been paying their dues for a long time. To be honest yeah. with you, you know we've been persecuted but in countries we, all around the we're world. We're getting closer to coming, Lord. Mm-hmm. So it seems in Revelation it reveals things before He comes. Well, definitely it does. He wants us to know these things, but one thing we don't know. Yeah. One thing He told us, and this is what He wants us to know and keep in our knowledge: You do not know the day or the hour. There's things about so the eschatology. He does. He, he does. Feels it, uh, well, You're exactly right, but he hasn't told us. So that's why he told us basically what he said, be ready all the time. Be ready. <laughs> be ready because you don't know when I'm coming. Thanks for calling, Gary. Appreciate it. Appreciate my discussion with you. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. In fact, it's so sure. I mean, you just, you don't get any clearer than this, right? No clear. These are the words, and nobody can get around it. You know, I can't either. Where it says in Mark 13, 32, but of the day and that hour knows no man. No, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Take you, he, and he said he didn't even know. Now, this is in his, when he was here uh, in, his, in the incarnation, right? Uh, this changes later, and I'll show you where. But of the day and that hour knows no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Take you heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work, and commanded the porter to watch. He didn't tell him to count down the hours. He told him, watch. Watch you therefore, for you know not when the master of the house comes. At evening, or at midnight, or at cock crowing, or in the morning. I can't be more clear than that. These coming suddenly, uh, he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Now, what Jesus said is not a pre-trib statement. It is not a mid-trib statement. It's not a post-trib statement. It's just a statement concerning the second coming. Okay. So all we can say to that is, come, Lord Jesus, come. Now, after Jesus... 
uh, rose from the dead, or yeah, after he rose from the dead and was about to go to heaven. Now, the disciples were more interested in this, I think, than anybody. I mean, they wanted to know. They wanted to know what was going to happen when the Lord was going to come back. And so they got a chance to ask Jesus the last time after he rose from the dead. They were talking to him, right? Turn to Acts chapter 1 if you've got your Bible, and I'll show you what happens when they tried to get the answer out of the Lord, right? Uh, here he rose from the dead, and so they, well, maybe he'll tell us before he goes. Look at what happens. Acts chapter 1, verse 4, where it says, And being assembled together with them, commanded that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith, You have heard of me. For He's talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit here. Verse 5, For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, now here's where the, the apostles were kind of, you know, they're being slick. They're going to ask again. They're going to ask, they want to know, right? <laughs> Verse 6, when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? Are you going to do it now? Okay. And he said unto them, uh, it is not for you. Notice he didn't say he didn't know. It is not for you to know the times or the seasons, which the Father hath put in his own power. Okay? But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and under the uttermost parts of the earth. And that was it. He took off. Okay? He didn't tell them. Okay? So we have to understand that this is something that the Lord wants us to uh, recognize. He's coming. Okay? He comes as a thief in the night. Our job is to be ready. As long as you know that Jesus is coming, okay, okay? you're saved. Your, your salvation is not based on whether you're pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib. Your salvation is based on the fact that you know Jesus lived, he died on the cross for our sins, he went to heaven, and he's coming back. Okay, He's coming back for us. All we have to do is be ready when he comes. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. I've got more to talk to you about, but if I've got callers, I'm taking those callers first. We can always deal with um, uh, my lessons. They're not going away. So we're going to talk to, uh, is it Rama? Rama, how are you doing? Hello, Pastor. Yes. I have a question about Second um, Thessalonians 4.17. Okay. And my understanding is, you know, once Jesus returns, the dead will be raised first. Uh-huh. Those that are left behind will be caught up versus the scripture. And I can't quote the, the actual scripture. I think it's in Hebrews where it says once to die, then the judgment. Okay. So and the reason why I'm confused is because I have not and I will not prepay for a funeral versus family members and friends are prepaying. So... If Second Thessalonians, if I'm understanding, if it, those who are left behind will be caught up, then why should I prepay for anything? So you say, wait, wait a second. I, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. You said if, uh, if what if now? Second Thessalonians 4.17, if it says those who are left behind after the dead are raised will be caught up into the heaven. So you're talking about First so, Thessalonians. First Thessalonians? I'm sorry. Oh, I, okay. I'm sorry for misquoting. Mm-hmm. Yes. First Thessalonians. Okay. Verse 14. So if you're 4.17. Okay, four four seventeen. All right. When Jesus I returns, uh-huh, I see it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then, if you're left behind and caught up, like Enoch, Enoch was caught up. So right. then, you don't have to die. That's my understanding. And I just wanted to get, have you share your thoughts. However, 
other people are pointing out to me about, I think it's in Hebrews, I'm not sure where it's at, but it does it says say. says it's appointed unto men once to die, and after that the judgment, right? Over in Hebrews so then, 9 and 27, yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. So that's my question. So, I mean, do you have to die or do you not, according to First Thessalonians? If you're caught up, if you're left behind, you may not. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, what answer. happens is this. If we look at it, right, and he's not the only one. Like, you know, Enoch was caught up uh, into heaven. He didn't die. He walked with God and didn't, didn't die in the uh, complete sense in which we talk of. But notice here in 1 Thessalonians 4, and you're right with what it says, right? Verse, uh, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 14, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we that are alive and remain shall be cut up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Okay? So what happens is, your question is, well, these guys, the, those who are raptured, they, they, they don't die. Exactly. Well, but what happens is, tell me this, though. Do they go into heaven with their same earthly body or a different body? Great question. I'm just trying to... There's a lot of shenanigans going on with these funeral homes, so I, you know, <laughs> I'm not down with prepaying for anything. Well, you know, well, and then the, every time I turn around, they're getting, you know, arrested. What I'm saying is this, so, though, that if know. someone... In, in other words... Uh, what happens, you're saying the people who go, who are raptured, don't die, right? My question was to you, though, the people who are, who are raptured up, okay, in their physical body, okay, uh, do they go to heaven in the same body? Oh, well, see, I thought everyone would get a new earth suit anyway. I mean, I, I thought we would shed this earth suit and get a new glorified body. There you go. I understand. There you go. Now, what happens is, so in a sense, let us say this, in a sense, they die also, but it's just so quickly till, I mean, it's not like, you know, dying, going in the grave and all this, but when they, anyone who goes into heaven has to have a glorified body uh, because of the fact that flesh and blood cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So they do die, those who are raptured, they die in a sense, but it's like instantaneously, it's so fast till it's like an eye blink. But still, uh, their, their physical, uh, earthly body has to go. It has to be perished. They're just uh, changed in the twinkling of an eye, we could say, in their, in their, in their situation. Okay? So, so that's, the, uh, that's the only different, uh, difference that we should, uh, we should make there. So then the scripture that says, once to die, then the judgment, you know, the, the people are arguing with me, saying, oh, no, well, that scripture means you're going to die here on earth, like the funeral home buried and all of that. And that's well, well, the body that you have, well, you've already been judged if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. But those right. who are, are in the rapture, they will go into heaven. But remember, anyone who goes to heaven has to have a glorified body. Uh, so the, right. the earthly body dies. But, I mean, what a way to die. It's like in an instant, right? Uh, and you right. just... Uh, you just instantly changed. Uh, th 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 that's the way that, to do it. That's what happens to them. Uh, but still, they die. In a, in, in, in a sense, they die. And then everybody who goes in has to have a body that's just like Jesus's. It has to be similar 
to his body. Okay? And his body was a resurrected, glorified body. And what happens is those in the rapture just won't be resurrected from the grave because they didn't die. But they'll be changed. In fact, that's why the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, they will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. That's good news. Most people want a new body, you know, a healthier body anyway. And all, so. I, can, yeah, and all well, I can say about that is what a way to die. It's quick and, <laughs> and it's over. <laughs> exactly. Do I have time for another question or is this topic is just about revelation? I just got off work. And I, I'm no, sorry. you, you, you can hang right on there and talk. You can ask me another question. Just hang on during the break and we'll be right back. Everybody is curious about the future. What's ahead, especially given the times in which we live? This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out how God gives us a reliable view of what's ahead because he's already been there. We're studying the book of Daniel this week on A New Beginning. Tune in mornings at 10 on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Now you can travel to Israel. Spend 10 extraordinary days in the Holy Land this November. Collect remarkable memories on a trip that will change you forever. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza lead our tour of Israel with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Join them and enjoy picturesque and unforgettable places you'll treasure for a lifetime. Reserve your spot today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. A Moment of Destiny from Pastor Paul Shepard. No matter where you are in life, the Lord is with you. You have never shocked God in your life. Your circumstances have never shocked God. God has never been in heaven. I can't believe this. Are you kidding me? Nothing has ever caught God by surprise. And God is so much God that it doesn't matter where you are. He can get you from where you are where he's ordained you to be not only can he get you there he'll make it work out where it looked like you were supposed to be where you are so he could get you to where you ought to be pastor paul shepherd is the senior pastor of destiny christian fellowship in northern california the program is heard daily on radio stations across america and anytime at pastorpaul.net bible talk with pastor emery moss is back with more next Looking for a way to get free from debt? Well, gather up your bills and call a Care One credit counselor today. We are credit counseling agencies that have helped 2 million people just like you. I see people every day who are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge and the bottom is bankruptcy. We pull them back and they appreciate that. You get to consolidate your payments. You only have to make one payment a month instead of worrying about three, four, or five. Care One credit counselors have experience assisting people to get out of debt and get on with their lives. To help you take your first step, they're offering a consultation and debt analysis. Call for licensing details. It is your path out. People are truly amazed when they call us and see what we can do to help them. I mean, the relief in their voices. Call us because we can do amazing things. Get your consultation and debt analysis by calling a Care One credit counselor today. One simple and confidential call can get you debt free. 800 284 1349. 800 284 1349. 800 284 1349. That's 800 284 1349. 
We want to thank our technician for that classical gas. Oh, it's wonderful. Love it. And I'm glad that Rayma has stayed with us. How you doing, Rayma? I'm well. Thank you so much. You asked an excellent question. Uh, it uh, gets us to delve uh, deeply into the idea of the glorified and the resurrection, resurrected body. I'm so glad you called today. If we look at Philippians also, and maybe this would help you uh, in understanding what's going on here, uh, is that uh, those who are raptured, those who are alive, like you saw in First Thessalonians 4, they're raptured. Mm-hmm. Now, in a sense, they die, but it's quickly. Look at, if you look at Philippians chapter 3, in fact, here, uh, uh, Paul talks about it. First, uh, in uh, Philippians 3 and verse 20, where he says, For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Then verse uh, uh, 21 He says, who shall change our vile body? Now, let me ask you a question. Sometimes understanding comes good when you ask a a, a simple question. What is is a vile body? Vile body. Hmm. Vile. If it's a a vile body. Actually, what that's referring to is the bodies we're in now. They are vile because they're not eternal. These bodies die. So that's what it means over mm-hmm. in Hebrews 9.27 when it says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord because we have vile mm-hmm. bodies. And so P- Paul says, 21, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body. Now, the glorious body is what Jesus got when he rose from the dead, right? Right. So what happens is Peter is saying we all are looking forward to being just like Jesus, to have our bodies changed in the twinkling of an eye. Now, so in a sense, it's death because this body goes, okay, and you get a new body instantly. Right. But what a way to go! You don't feel nothing, you know. I don't know. Right. But uh, that's uh, different from people who had to die and be buried and all that. And the only pain there was right. the dying part. But but that lets you know that, in other words, uh, this body has to go, either uh, death through rapture or dying on the earth and then getting a new body there. Uh, the rapture way seems to be the way that's m- uh, much more pleasant, let us say. Okay, well, I appreciate you clarifying that. And then that second question, um, and I'm probably mispronouncing it, Google, I discovered, is not always correct. So imprecatory, <laughs> I, you know, I got two different pronunciations, but imprecatory scriptures. I realize that Mosaic Law, Old Testament verses were under grace, New Testament. However, praying to curse my enemies. I know that may not sound Christian at all, but that is what David did in Psalm 109, verse 17. You know, Psalm, David what, Psalm 109? Prayed okay. to 109, verse 17. Actually, it's pretty graphic what he's praying to curse his enemies. I mean, he talks about the mother and the kids, and I want them all to just go somewhere. And <laughs> well, let's look at this. Thinking, Psalms 109 yeah. and verse, which verse you're talking about? Well, 17. 17, okay. Because the idea is with all of this shooting people 60 times, I mean, so is it so, and I know what Jesus said, love thy enemies. I get it. Uh-huh. But if all scripture is, you know, of edification, if it's in the Bible, is it so wrong? If you got diabolical, evil, George Floyd, now Akron, Ohio, six, I mean, 60 shots, is it wrong to pray? that my enemies are cursed because David did it. Well, it's, what happens is, yeah. let's ask ourselves, when we look at this over in uh, Psalms 109, and you've got us at verse uh, 
15, right? Yeah, 15. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let yeah. them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth, because that he remembered not to show mercy, but persecuted the poor and needy man, that he might even slay the broken in heart. As he loved cursing, so let it come upon him. As he delighted not in blessing, so let it be far from him. Okay. As he clothed themselves with cur cursings, like as with his garment, so let it come into his bowels like water and like oil into his bones. Okay. Uh, so here, what we see now, when you look at this, uh, is, remember, David is writing by inspiration of the Lord. And what it's showing you is the fate of someone who doesn't repent. Here's a person who continues to do evil. And so you know what happens to people who continue to do evil uh, and in a New Testament sense don't give their life to Christ. Where do all unbelievers go? Uh, where, where do all unbelievers go? Well, it's to that hot place. I beg your pardon? Down to hell. They go to hell. Yeah. But remember, they go making their own choice. Here, David is clearly, if you read this, he's describing someone, and God is revealing it to him, that, that he's evil. They've committed themselves to do nothing but evil. Okay? Judas was in the same situation, okay, where he went to hell. Yeah, one of the apostles went That's to hell. Right. So, so here, uh, this is not David. This is really the Lord speaking to us and showing us what happens to those who remain wicked. Okay? But anybody who turns to the Lord seeking forgiveness honestly and truly, Oh, they'll they'll be accepted. He's such a loving God. All right. That, that's that's a good point. So with all what's happening, so that I you know I keep praying, Lord, you know, forgive them, forgive them. But they, every this keeps happening with this police brutality. Then Lord, then I I go I digress. Go back to Psalm one hundred nine. If they're that wicked, that meaning this shooting them 60 times, all of this, then Lord take over, because that's what it says in Psalm 109. So that's what I just need a clarification, you know, my spirit, you yeah, know, I don't, yeah. I pray everybody repents, but it just keeps on happening like a broken record. There, there are so people, now God has mercy on anyone who's mentally ill, doesn't know what they're doing, but, uh, but definitely understand that people who do wrong, typically that's what they want to do. And God okay. is told, there's judgment for that. You have a choice. That's right. You either choose, choose right. God or choose to be away from him. Uh, you make the choice and you have to bear the consequences. And what more could That's Jesus, right. could God do? He sent his only son to down the cross for your sins. So if you uh, uh, reject that, then uh, you put yourself in trouble. Listen, thank you for calling. Thank you. God bless. All right. Lucinda, hang on. We'll get with you. We'll be right back. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code LUKE. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. 
for a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Luke. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Dr. Charles Stanley on The Christian Life. It is amazing how when we have fixed our hope upon the Lord Jesus Christ and upon His leadership, it's like somehow we're able to make our way through the maze of all that is going on because we know we're going somewhere. Here a study of 1 Peter. This week on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Listen to In Touch, weekday afternoons at 1230. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV Faith Talk Detroit in Odyssey Station. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? These are the people who are passionate about your success and will work 24-7 to deliver real customers to you and your business. Why would you trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Get nationwide experience, resources, and results. Learn more about Salem Surround at surrounddetroit.com. That's surrounddetroit.com. FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app, or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. Number to call area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Lucinda is on the line right now. How you doing, Lucinda? I am doing good. Great. Doing great. <laughs> so um I'm so glad this is exciting uh topics that you guys are discussing tonight. But I wanted to make a remark and then I want to ask a question. Okay. With regard to the lady that just called, mm-hmm. I understand fully her feelings and her concerns. But as you know, I'm a civil rights litigator and I've been doing this for twenty seven years. God called me to do this. Uh-huh. But one of the things that God has taught me, uh, especially since I've been uh, in your church and under your teachings, and I'm not trying to you know, sweeten you up or anything like that. This is from my heart. I understand now that it is God's place to get revenge. 
because Romans 12, 19 through 21, he says he will get revenge. Mm-hmm. And I believe that one of the reasons why he is saying to us, let me do it, because your hands will stay clean, your heart will stay clean. But you only get there when you really absolve yourself in God and allow God to really uh, uh, dwell in you, because that's the transformation has taken place in my life. So I just really want to encourage that sister who just called. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some lives. things that we, you know, that we leave to God. God can use men as instruments to do it. Yes. But uh, definitely, uh, you know, uh, unrepented sin is going to be, has to be answered for. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And so I also wanted to make a comment. Gary called in, and he was talking about the the, um, the different trips and why he believes. And I believe he said he don't believe in free trips, and that's okay. But one of the things, um, you know, I believe, you know, that we are, the Bible allows us, even in Romans 14, it tells us to be persuaded by our own mind. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to just touch on, you know, essentials versus non-essentials and how they fit into the scripture Romans 14 and 5 and any other scripture you know that you think might be applicable well what happens is non-essential things are things that we can disagree about but not divide over and mm-hmm. there's some people who want to just argue about everything uh, which is un- uh, unnecessary um uh, so uh, the Bible is clear. What happens, uh, a number of scriptures we could look at. One, 1 Corinthians 15, where uh, basically, uh, and when Paul talks about it, if we, if we stay with eschatology, where it says at verse 12, Paul writes, Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there's no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your fa- faith is also vain. Yea, and you have found false witnesses in God, because you testified of God that he raised, uh, he raised up Christ, uh, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. But if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised, and if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, and you're yet in your sins. So all he does here is talk about uh, the resurrection, okay? Uh, uh, he talks about, and also he, you know, indicates the return of Christ too, but never is it that, uh, you know, uh, that we can find pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib. Okay? Mm-hmm. We are encouraged and always told, you know, just to be ready when he comes. That's mm-hmm. all That's all uh, that the Bible says. So we have to be careful not to make, uh, and then there's another example of this too, uh, not to make uh, non-essential things essential, mm-hmm. where we mm-hmm. argue about things that really are not important, where basically when Jesus, uh, really what did it for me, uh, Lucinda, was where Jesus said, you know, uh, you don't know the day or the hour. You will not yes. know what, what more needs to be said. Okay? Yes. If you won't know it, you can, he didn't say you couldn't speculate, but you're not going to know. Okay? That's mm-hmm. something. And in fact, the other term, too, he says, uh, you'll be as, he comes as a thief in the night. That should tell yes. you a lot, because the only way to, find, to catch a thief is to do what? The only way to catch a thief? Yeah, the only way to catch a thief, if you're going to catch him, is to do what? You got to apprehend him. You got to apprehend him, and, a- and to apprehend him, once you don't know when he's coming, you probably need an alarm system. That as well, soon as it, as <laughs> soon as it rings <laughs> at your house, it rings at the police station, right? This is true. Yeah, it's as simple as that. 
So, or you walk up on them. Yeah, yeah or you walk up on them. <laughs> but other than that, what they, uh, uh, they're afraid of, they try to unloosen all the gadgets they see around before they rob because they know they'll get caught if they set off yeah. the alarm. So basically, that's the scripture that nobody can get around, right? You can believe which yeah. one you want, but he says, you know, uh, no man knows the day or the hour. You just right. won't know it. So why argue about something where Jesus already said it? And then you're right. There are minor uh, uh, differences that uh, people can have that it's no problem, okay? It's major things like the resurrection, uh, the crucifixion. These things must be held to. Uh, definitely, uh, Methodists do things different from Baptists, but both of them in Christian yeah. churches, right? Right. So, Okay. In fact, in fact now, and then to show you, because, I, you know, I love to give a verse, Mark chapter Mark. 9, where this was encountered, where it says in Mark 9, 38, and John answered him saying, Master, and, uh, and uh, I think we looked at this one before, too, but it's a good one to remember when you get with people arguing about denominations. It says in Mark 9, 38, and John answered him saying, Master, we saw one, they told this to Jesus, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and he followed not us. And we forbade him because he wasn't following us. Verse 39, Jesus said, and I always tease people, tell him mm-hmm. he can't do it unless he follows us. We're the only truth. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> Verse 39, but Jesus said, forbid him not. For there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name that can lightly speak evil of me. Okay? For he that is yeah. against us, he, for he that is not against us is on our part. So, in other words, he said he doesn't have to be a part of our group. To spread my message, he can be a part of another group as long as he's spreading the message. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so denominations is no problem as long as they hold to core doctrine. Yeah, amen, amen. Then there are some who just genuinely uh, don't understand, or they sincerely right. believe something, but they can they could be wrong. How will God deal with those people? I think that God will forgive anyone who is just ignorant of something, something they mm-hmm. did not fully understand. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good show tonight. Well, thank you for spending time with us here. With yeah, you're Jenny. welcome. Well, I didn't see you last night or today, so I want to hang out with you a little bit. All right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Pastor. All right. God bless you. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Now, guys, if you want a Bible study that is in-depth, that will help you in dealing with the Bible, using the Bible in conversations, teaching Sunday school classes, I encourage you, I encourage you to come to our Monday night Bible study. Okay? It's Mondays. Uh, we're located in, uh, in Clawson, but what you can do is give a call to area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. And uh, the person there will give you information on where we're located and how to get there. Uh, Because Monday night Bible study, my friends, is definitely uh, where you want to be. We are there from 7 till 8 o'clock. We're dealing with the kingdom of the cults and also all doctrines that we need to know so that we can protect people from being deceived in the faith. We call it the Faith Defenders Teachings. Uh, So that's what the meetings are all about. I give handouts out. Uh, I'll be giving handouts out on every single cult and false teaching that's around. All you've got to do is come there and be a part of it. You can take that material home with you. So that is our Monday night Bible study, Monday night Bible study, 
Call area code 313-933-9270 to find out where we're located. Uh, for now, okay, because we are uh, leasing uh, the place where we're uh, having our service now, but pretty soon we'll have our, uh, our own facility. But until then, you can find us in Clawson. So give that call to area code uh, 313-933-9270, area code 313-933-9270 to find out more information on how to be in our Sunday services and also how to be in our Monday night Bible study. Just look forward to seeing you there. All right. The number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, looking at uh, biblical prophecy. And, uh, you know, it's something that we just have to understand. There are certain things that are kept from us. Uh, We don't know everything. God has not revealed everything to us. Uh, Now, I'll tell you what, he's sure given us a whole lot. That's for sure. There's a lot of stuff that we know. Uh, We know too much. to ignore uh, what God has said, okay? uh, and that needs to be uh, understood. And there's some limitations that we have uh, because uh, there's certain things that God did not tell us. He did not want us to know them. Uh, other things he has told us. Um, so what do we do? Then we get concerned about the things that we know rather than what we cannot know because there are secret things Yeah, that do uh, belong to God. That's exactly right. Uh, We've seen Jesus talk about some of those things. And then also, so that should stop us from wild speculations. Like, for instance, in a book called End Time Visions, where they write, and it's very interesting, virtually no one is immune from being labeled the beast. They were talking about how people were just, you know, uh, people in in Christianity, uh, teachers, were just calling different ones the beast. In 1985, for instance, a zealous end-time conspiracy believer named Constance Quimby, some of you might re- remember that, that name, okay, appointed an accusatory finger at Pat Robertson, right? Yeah, Pat Robertson, who himself had announced in 1980. Now, this is what Pat Robertson, now, Pat Robertson, is, Pat Robertson is not a heretic, but he said something here he should not have said. Pat Robertson, who himself had announced in 1980 that the Antichrist was at that time approximately 27 years old. Now, <laughs> come on, Pat. How are you going to know how old the Antichrist is? Okay? And this is what he said, okay? okay? And being groomed by the, satanic, by the satanic Messiah, okay? So here he comes up with something. And listen, I respect him, okay? He's done a, a lot of good, but we've got to be careful because definitely I don't believe this statement at all that he made that uh, to tell us how old the Antichrist is and he's being groomed by a satanic messiah, uh, the Bible doesn't say all that. Uh, then, he got angry, though, when uh, he was challenged by this. Robinson threatened to sue Cumby. Okay? She dropped the charge. <laughs> she said, I'll sue you if you keep on talking about it. But we need to be careful. We should not go beyond what the scriptures say. Simple as that. Okay? Simple as that. Um, I mean, there's other things I could read here to you. Uh, it goes on to say, numerous mainstream Christian prophecy teachers have been claiming the same thing for many years. In 1981, Hal Lindsey. Oh, I loved Hal Lindsey. Many of his books were great. A lot of what he said, uh, definitely you can learn a lot about prophecy from learning his, uh, reading his books. However, when people go beyond what the Bible says, it's where you have to kind of take what they say with a grain of salt. Doesn't mean they're a heretic or anything like that, but, uh, you know, folks can be wrong. Okay? Uh, it says, in 1981, Hal Lindsey asserted 
that the Antichrist is alive today. And that's what Hal Lindsey said, okay? That the Antichrist is alive today, alive and waiting to come forth, okay? <laughs> okay? That was in 1981. He hadn't come forth yet. Then John Hagee, all right, author of the New York Times bestseller, Beginning of the End, says that the Antichrist is probably alive right now uh, may even, uh, and may even know his predestined demonic assignments, okay? Evangelical speaker Dave Hunt makes a similar statement in his book, Global Peace and the Rise of the Antichrist. Okay? Now, this is what uh, Dave Hunt says. Somewhere at this very moment on planet Earth, the Antichrist is almost certainly alive. Now, listen, how could you say that he's almost certainly alive? You could say, I believe that he's alive, possible, but, you know, certainly alive. Then he says, Bidding his time, awaiting his cue, already a mature man, he is probably active in politics, perhaps even an admired, admired world leader whose name is on everyone's lips, you know, but they just don't know it. Friends, we have got to be careful, right? got to be careful with saying things that aren't backed up by the Bible. It's all right to speculate. If you say you're speculating, I got it, got it. But the more sure you make it, okay, uh, and the most, uh, when you say things so clearly that aren't backed up by the Bible, then it's time to pause and just wait. And always remember, have Jesus' words in the back of your mind. You don't know the day or the hour. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I'm going to take a break. Be right back. A Loaded Grace with Brian Chappell blesses our airwaves every weekday with scripture and real world problems. Here at Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. Keep up to date with Pastor Brian Chappell and his ministry Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell, weekdays at 3, right here on Faith Talk Detroit and faithtalkdetroit.com. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. 855-565-5519 or standwithisraeltour.com. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again. Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. 
Upside, what's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code TREE for an extra $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code TREE. Use code TREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Listen up. This is Radio Pastor Ernie Sanders, the bold voice of the Christian resistance. For over 40 years, we have stood against the dark forces of the Antichrist, one world government, the harlot Babylon the Great. We have fought to save thousands of precious babies from the cruel death of abortion. We have exposed the anti-Christian corruption in government. Will you stand with us? For one nation under God. Heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight Eastern, 9 to 11 Central, 8 to 10 Mountain, and 7 to 9 Pacific. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. What wonderful music we have. All right. Turn, if you will, in your Bibles. It's 2 Thessalonians and chapter 2, where Paul gives us as much information as uh, God uh, told him to give concerning biblical prophecy here and dealing with the Antichrist, 2 Thessalonians 2 and 1, where he writes, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind, or troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, that the day of Christ is at hand. He says, notice that, that the day of Christ is at hand. Be careful concerning that. Verse 3, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except they come a falling away first. Now, that's what we're seeing now, I believe, the falling away. Uh, uh, I think that happened after Jesus rose from the dead, uh, quite frankly. We see the church falling into apostasy. Many antichrists on the scene, but um, <laughs> I want to stick with this first. But uh, there shall come a falling away first. And the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So, in other words, the falling away, okay, of people, okay, and even from the church, falling away from the Bible, from God, is what opens a door for the Antichrist character. It says in verse 4, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. 
Remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. Then he says this at verse 6. And now you know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in this time. Something is holding back, uh, not only the, the, uh, the uh, Antichrist, but other things as well. Okay, working God is holding back things that soon will be released. says, verse 6, And now we know what withholds, that he might be revealed in this time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now prevents it, that's what it says, letteth here in the English, but he who now prevents it will prevent it until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed. Not until the Holy Spirit allows it to happen. Then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. For this cause, God shall send strong delusion. Beware, beware, beware. Make sure you keep your head stuck in that Bible. Make sure you're at a Bible-believing and a Bible-teaching church. Don't accept anything other than that. Okay? For the... And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Don't only believe it, friends, but know it. This is Pastor Moss. Great to be with you. Look forward to being with you again. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. On Truth For Life, Alistair Begg considers the meaning of life. Solomon is asking an essential question. Is there life before death? Is there life before death? Or is the limit of our senses so as simply to survive? Tuesday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg. Weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk, Detroit. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 